The second reading says, he has made us worthy to share the lot of the saints in light. What a wonderful image we've been reflecting on our, those who've died. We just took the pictures down. And how, the means to this is the daily choice for Christ. And we see this choice in this, uh, this gospel of mercy, you know, the two thieves, one on either side. One represents the choice against God, the other for God. As we go through life, we have this constant challenge of what choice am I going to make. I had a, um, and it's a daily choice, you know, while we live on earth. It, uh, I had a, a chance to experience that, I think it was a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, and this swollen leg and bitten. They said, you got to take care of this. It could turn into a blood clot, and if you don't get off of it and do all these things, it'll never go away. And so I went down to the, um, some kind of a store and got this, this uh, I, you know, well, I can't remember what this is. It's a, a compression sock. I've been calling it something else. Some, I call it something that you need X-lax for. <laughs> that's, that's what I've been, I've been calling it, a constipation sock. But anyway, <laughs> honestly. Um, so I got this rather expensive thing. It goes up to here, but I'm still wearing this. And uh, I, got, I got that. had to get measured and everything. And, you know, this, it's new experience turn 60 and suddenly I'm wearing my great-grandmother's compression socks. So there you go. Uh, that trip to France, the gift that keeps on giving. So anyway, I got those things and I said, you know, thanks be to God. It really felt good, actually. Uh, and it helped the pain a lot. And so um, then I, I said, let's, let's just see. It was election day and I thought, um, I'm going to go to the post office. Maybe nobody's in there. They're all watching CNN or something. So I went in there and not a soul in there. I thought, Praise God, I'm going to get these Christmas stamps. I hate getting Christmas stamps. You get to the front of the line, all they've got is Kwanzaa, which is fine, but I don't want to put that on my Christmas cards, obviously. And so they had a great selection, you know, and nobody's in line. I got those, those things. I said, praise God, like that good thief, you know. Lord, this day you'll be in paradise. That's what I felt like, you know. And then um, I, and I turned around, and this is a true story. The line was out the door. Imagine shooting in there when there was nobody in there. Talk about being blessed. The Lord made it up to me for all this swollen leg bit that I had. I complained to him about it, and he pointed out that he had one too on the cross. That shut me up, you know, a little bit. He said, well, you know, I do understand, remember? You know, so I tried to, I tried to think of Christ on the cross with my slight inconvenience that this was. And so I came out. It's an absolutely true story. Again, it's up at all. <coughs> I came out to my car, a bunch of cars in the parking lot. I had been goosebombed. <laughs> 30 of them. They're as big as a Knights of Columbus pancake. <laughs> Some of you with farms don't like geese. You know what? I don't like them either now. I couldn't even see to drive to the car wash. And I, I, suddenly I'm on the other side of Calvary saying, are you really the Christ? You, you know, do you really love me? And I said, after all the pain I've gone through and then you goosebomb me? As, in a way, I had this conversation with him. And, it, and you know, in, in, and I went to the car wash and everything was fine. And I... I I was reflecting on that story this week because uh, I have a tabernacle in my house. I've had this for 20 years. 
and it, um, it's for the sick. You know, I get a sick call at night. It's right there. A lot of priests have this. And I turned one of the rooms over there in the, in the, in the chapel, the old office, actually, from when that was an office, uh, into the chapel. And so I have this old, this old tabernacle from Queen of Peace that they gave me. And I put this crucifix on top. I got it in Guatemala. I spent a month, I almost never talk about this, with the Marino missionaries right, out, right in college, discerning whether I wanted to join them. But I, after three weeks without a hot shower, that took care of that vocation. But I came home with Jesus as a Guatemalan Indian being crucified. And he's always represented to me the people of this world that really are on the outs, you know. And it, and it just matches the tabernacle perfectly. So last year, Jim mounted it to the top of the tabernacle. It looks like it was made for it. It was. See how God, 40 years between the tabernacle and the cross, and it's a perfect fit. There's, there's grace for you. So a couple of weeks ago, I put two small crosses that match on there just for reflection purposes. And it occurred to me that at Calvary, Jesus' cross was not bigger. It didn't glow. He didn't look any different than the two thieves on either side. But he sure got a lot of jeering. He caught it all. You know, we've had a tough election year, but imagine what Jesus went through. All that jeering and spitting and, and, and nonsense. And he was completely innocent. And he took it. He became one of us. Even to the point of hiding his divinity in, a, in that situation, could any of us have done that? And on both sides of him are two thieves that look just like him. One of them lives as he died, jeering God, making fun of this other individual. He died with the pleasure of, of hurting the person next to him, blaspheming him. What a way to go, huh? The other one seizes his opportunity, seeing an individual... Does he look like Christ the King? Who could ever imagine this was the person that created everything? Golly, it's hard for us to imagine it. And he says, Jesus, remember me in your kingdom. I deserve this. You, deserve, you did not deserve this. Perfect act of contrition. Talk about the, a gospel of mercy to end the year of mercy. Can you imagine anything more merciful than that? And this man goes straight to heaven. So I, in reflecting on this, Jesus is king within us. This is not the kingdom of God that we live in. Uh, we try to make it so within St. Ed's when you come in here. But really, the kingdom of God is within us. We are outposts of the kingdom. And within us, there's a battle. And it will go on until death, in which there are times when we say, Jesus, you are Lord. And it's not always when things are going our way, either. Many of us are able to accept what God sends us. Um, I'm challenged every week with the will of God, because our life as a priest is, can be very tough at times with the things we have to here or the immediate challenges that come my way. And there are times I'm on this side saying, Lord, I don't know if you really love me or I don't want this particular thing of your will or why did this happen to her or him? And so we question God and his divinity and his kingship. Do you really love me? And both of us go both ways. That's why we have confession. And this struggle continues on to death. And notice that Jesus is hidden among us. He's one of us. We will find him in our neighbor. You'll find him on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, maybe, perhaps, with a relative that's a little tough to deal with, but they're at the table. Or, do you have any of those? No. Everybody's got perfect families but mine. <laughs> we, we sure had them. I could go on and on. Um, but, you know, you run into them at the store. You run into them in, in our lives. Sometimes we struggle with 
a swollen leg. You know, uh, I just, I said to God, I got things to do. I like to exercise. And the Lord said, you know, nothing. His will is expressed in the present moment. This is a, it, this is nothing. But it represented the fact that I'm mortal. I have a limited amount of time. And I better take advantage of it while I've got it. And the same is true for all of us. Each day, we have choices to make. And this, this gospel is the choice of infinite mercy. He's always waiting for us. This may be the end of the year of mercy that Pope Francis proclaimed very providentially last year, but Christ never stops offering mercy and confession. We'll hear a lot of them in the next four weeks and uh, five weeks, but Christ is always ready for us. There is a choice, though. We could say no, but we have a lifetime to turn around later and say yes to Christ, our King.